From the Fancy Lady Cowgirl headquarters, welcome to the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to everyone who embodies the cowgirl or cowboy spirit, regardless of what you wear or where you live. The guests on this show are a little fancy, a little ranchy, and they all have a kick-ass story to tell. I'm your host, Courtney Dehoff. Join me for the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. I am really excited for our guest today. Uh, My last podcast episode was actually with another podcast host, and today we have another podcast host joining uh, the Cowgirl Problems Podcast, and I'm really excited. I literally just discovered it yesterday. It's called Cowboys of Dixie. It's, it's coming soon, but I'm really intrigued and I can't wait to learn more about the podcast and really just about the host himself. Antonio is joining me. Hello. Welcome to the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. Hey, how's it going? First things first, you got to just like tell me about yourself. Like what is your story? We'll get into the podcast and all that, but like Antonio, just introduce yourself to uh, my listeners. Um, I'm in South Texas now. I came down from Nashville, Tennessee. My story is I was actually born and raised in the city. So I was born and raised in uh, Detroit, Michigan, but my family's ranch was down in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And so when we were younger, um, we would spend school years in the city and then we'd go down in the summers to the ranch. It's just, that's how my family's been for generations. Uh, just a mix of Mississippi and Detroit school years in, in, in the city and then summers in the country. And so that's how like generation after generation after generation was built uh, with my family. And so after I got like it later on until like my early adult years is when I really started taking on to uh, just cowboying and living a life. Very cool. Okay. I love this. I'm loving this story even more because I, you know, I have fancy lady cowgirl, which is sort of, I, my story is pretty kind of similar to yours really you know I grew up in that like ranching livestock world and then left it to pursue a career in television which really took me largely to the biggest cities in America and you know for the last Mm -hmm. 10 years the last decade I've lived in big cities you know Um, I actually lived in Nashville that was one of the places I I lived I've done New York I've done Dallas you know I've worked in LA and and so Fancy Lady Cowgirl was, is really my platform to talk about the disconnect. And Antonio, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see kind of what your experiences have been because you, t- you talk about Detroit, you know, that's very urban, but then you yeah. sort of had this other, you know, this other life. I like to tell people sometimes like I'm like a double agent almost, you know, I, I understand the ranching culture because it's what I came from, but I'm heavily ingrained my day-to-day is urban culture so i'm interested like what where what are the biggest disconnects that you see and what are some of the experiences that you've had in your story and your journey when it comes to experiencing those disconnects personally because for me fans lady cowgirl you know the minute i didn't dress like a cowgirl the agriculture community was like oh sorry you don't get to be here anymore. Um, so tell me a little bit about your your journey in that aspect. Whenever I decided to to go back into that part of my family's history, the cowboy side of my family, I, I fully took it on. I, I would say probably my disconnects with uh, with like the Western culture versus like my like my urban side uh, would probably would probably just be um, just just more so being 
like walking into a place and feeling like like because you you can show up to some places and you're just like man these guys like they never left like like they like all they know is ranching and so you'll show up and and you start feeling like uh like man like i wonder if i can like stack up to these guys or i wonder like or, or something like that just because like all of the all they know is ranching and then like in a lot of places i show up uh to in the western in the western culture i i look different and so um like i feel like all eyes are already on me like as far as like what does this guy know or anything so as soon as like they they figure out i'm from the city I have to like show and prove at that point, or I was born, I was raised in the city. I have to like show and prove at that point that like, okay, he still has like his cowboy side, like solidified. No, I totally get it. And just rest assured that even someone I'm fourth generation, like rancher born into it. I feel that way mm-hmm. <laughs> walking into rooms. A lot of times, you know, I'm a female, I am, typically dressed a little fancier. Um, So yes, I think that imposter syndrome is something that so many of us, whether we were born in the city or whether we were born in a rural area, I think that's something that so many of us experience. But Antonio, my whole platform and what really intrigued me about you is we need more people like you and I guess like me who talk about this stuff and say like, hey, it's okay that I don't look the part like I can still measure up is that sort of what the podcast is about and is that sort of what this platform that you're trying to build is that really the focus yeah so so the podcast uh started so like I'm gonna give you a, a background like yeah. of, of the name because because the the reason or the person behind my podcast is is mainly like what what uh folk like what guided the goal of the podcast and so my my grandma's name is Dixie um she passed away about a year ago and so after that but my grandma she was she was really big now she wasn't a cowgirl uh say the least um she her my uncle willie which is her her brother he's like full-on cowboy that's that's the the cowboy i've always looked up to growing up um he's the one who who runs the ranch he's ran it ever like he's ran it all my life and before that, um, he was a, a roper. He did rodeo and, and everything. So he's, he's, that's the cowboy. With my, but my grandma Dixie, she was a completely opposite side. But um, the reason why um, I ended up going with her and everything, I was really close to my grandma. And so, but she was really big on, um, she was really big on just accepting everybody. And so, Mind you, my grandma, she, she'd go off on her friends and yell at her friends and cuss her friends out like regularly, uh, as <laughs> probably most older, older people do yeah. south. <laughs> but, but one thing her friends always knew is they always had a plate in her table, like a plate on her table. And so she was really big on like, if you showed up to her house, you'd see a lot of outcasts at her house, like people who families like. And she'd have like, um, my, like my grandma, she, she basically like, she just accepted anybody um, and just like believed in them and, and just helped anybody that she could to change. If she met a stranger on the street, like if you showed up to her house, you'd literally be like, who's this person? And she'd just be like, it was just a person at the, at the corner store asking for money and she just gave him a bed in her home. And so that's just the type of person she was, just accepting everybody um, for who they was. And she had a quote um that everybody thinks is the funniest quote ever but she had a quote that said that she would tell all of her grandkids she would tell all of us 
that uh, I don't care what you choose to be, but if you're going to be an HOE, you better be the best one on the corner. <laughs> and so, and so that, that was her, her mind state was just whatever you choose to be. Um, it doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter where you came from. If you want to be it, just, just make sure you be the best at it. And so that's, that's just what, what guided the, the goal of the podcast is just showing that um, it doesn't matter where you are, as long as like you're putting your heart into it, as long as you're in it for the right reasons, um, then you can cowboy too. Mm, that's so good. I think, gosh, the Western community could benefit so much from some Grandma Dixie like way of thinking. I think that that is so needed in our industry. And it's tough because I really respect the people that were, I guess, have been doing it forever and have never left. Like, mm-hmm. I respect the heck out of those people. You know, that's my 100%. grandma, my grandma, my, my pappy, you know, that's all they, you know, that's all my pappy has ever known. And, and that's why I really fight for agriculture and why I love having conversations like this. But sometimes what I see and the conversations that I hear were not always necessarily great at putting ourselves in other shoes or not even putting ourselves in their, in their shoes necessarily, but just stepping back and thinking like, Hey, you know what? I can't really judge people from Detroit or New York or LA because I've maybe I've never been there or I've never walked a mile in their shoes. And I think sometimes in my experience, and I want you to expand on this a little bit in my experience personally, man, we write people off so fast because they think different, Mm -hmm. because they look different, because, oh, Courtney lives in the city. Well, and she doesn't really get it. Well, you know, you don't, you don't know me. And so I'm, I'm curious, have you experienced that sort of just in your, not even to you personally, but just like in your journey that we just write people off before we even give them a chance? Yeah. So, so it's funny. Um, so, so most people don't even know I'm from the, that I, that I'm from the city. Uh, but it's funny cause I was just, uh, I was talking to Taos, uh, yesterday about this, about that, uh, man, who were on the phone talking about it. I was telling them about the experience that I recently had where I just showed up to a place, um, with a bunch of cowboys and we were there to, um, do some, do some cowboy stuff. And as soon as I showed up, like one of the one of the guys like I was the only I was the only uh black cowboy and so whenever I showed up like the guys like they started talking like they started talking like why is he here and stuff like this and, I mean I wasn't dressed no different than them the only difference like was our skin color at that at that point I like and so um like whenever we showed up like they were they were sitting there like man like what like like and they were like why is this guy here and, and like they were they were basically like questioning and what I can do and like they just wrote me off from the beginning and it was funny because by the end of that um they all were asking me to come and help out on their ranch (laughs) (laughs) and so so it's i i definitely believe that that um in a lot of cases um in this and 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 then on and then it was another it was another instance where um i was with the older cowboy and i showed up um and he but he actually explained it to me. Um, so he's, he was, he's probably in his seventies. Um, and I was just with him a couple of weeks ago. And when I showed up, he was giving me a really hard time at the beginning. 
Um, but then by the end, he was like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. Um, and so like he came and apologized to me and he explained to me that the reason why he, he was writing me off at the beginning, he actually said like, he was like, he was like I did write you off. He was like, but the reason why I was writing you off at the beginning, he was like, it's, it's because it's just so many younger guys who come in, or it's just so many people who come into the industry and have no idea what they're doing and just pretend it, um, just do it for the looks and the glory and, and everything. Cause cowboy is cool right now. He like, he like, so that's why I like to, I like to give you a hard time just to like, see what's going on. But I think, I think it's definitely uh, right now um, a thing where it's, it, well, I actually feel like it's growing more into um, like, like supporting most of the people and, and until they prove otherwise versus I feel like when I first came, like when I first started like coming into the scene, which is probably 10 years ago, um, like it or it like when I first started like getting back into everything and and like within the first like like the last like five years um I've seen change but before that I've, I'm thinking that it was like a big and it's still even today like a um you have to show me if you if you if you're a girl or if you look a certain way or something you have to show me that you that you can handle the task versus a, a, another person could show up and as long as they look like the cowboy on tv they'll they'll pass by but if you're a girl or uh, a cowboy that's of a different race or something usually you have to end up showing um usually you have to end up proving yourself before you're accepted mm, yeah so true i had a um i love towels by the way the cardigan cowboy i've i've done some mm -hmm. crossover podcasts with him and i actually had dinner the other night with my friend click thompson who is a photographer in the western um community and we had a really kind of deep conversation about this very topic and I want to get your opinion Antonio you mentioned that like cowboy is becoming cool and my thought process on it is that only benefits us right and um but I I sort of questioned it and this is sort of what I was having this conversation with click I was like okay like am I nuts did I overstep like what are your thoughts and I want to get your thoughts Antonio you know I saw Beyonce on the cover of Harper's Bazaar in a cowboy hat. And I was like, that's sick. <laughs> like that, like this global icon, I don't care that she probably can't ride a horse. I don't care <laughs> that maybe she doesn't, she probably doesn't understand the nuances of ranching. But my thought process is like, dang, if Beyonce influences 500 people or 5,000 people, or maybe just five people to like buy a ticket to a rodeo the next time it's in their town, that's a win for us. And that is sort of the way I approach those sort of things. I, I want cowgirl and cowboy to be a little bit more mainstream. I want people, I think it's an honor that people want to look like us, even if they don't get it, even if they don't understand the mm -hmm. lifestyle, but a lot of people don't agree with me. And I posted a photo of Beyonce in a cowboy hat and I thought my Facebook, they tried to get my Facebook shut down, the agriculture. Oh, wow. I was like, dang. <laughs> my mom called and she said, my goodness, these people are very emotional about Beyonce. I said, no kidding. But Antonio, what are your thoughts? Like, I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's beneficial. Do you agree or do you disagree? Yeah, so I, I agree to a certain extent. Um, I was just in a, in a commercial and I, I, one thing I really appreciated about this commercial was that everybody they used was from, were, were actual cowboys, like even up to the big time actor. 
Um, and so I 100% like agree on your side. I mean, mind you, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Beyonce is from like Alabama or something like that. So her family may, mm-hmm. may have something. And she grew up in Houston. So like, I mean, she's got yeah. the Texas genes. So we'll let Beyonce slide, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> but, but, but I agree 100% where you say like she has a big influence. So she can influence a lot of people to come into the, the Western industry and, or, or even just look more into it. Because that's one thing that that's big that that I'm trying to do with my podcast too is I wanna and like I don't want to only um, interview and and talk to the cowboys, but I also want to have conversations with the people who are saying cowboys are ruining the earth and ruining the um, ecosystem and all of this stuff, and just get their points of view as well. Like I want it to be like more of an education thing of everything. So I agree 100 where you say she can bring eyes and like if she bring an extra 500 people or even if she just bring an extra 10 people to the rodeo mm-hmm. that's that's more money to the to the to the cowboys there and so i 100% agree there but i can also see where the cowboys and everything um that's stuck in their ways uh can also uh like get offended by it too because they can feel like oh we cowboy if we do it for a living we're there for all the the sweat tears like the pain the long nights the long days the the branding days and everything and and then this person just is just making money off of just putting on the hat and and like dancing around in an adidas outfit and so i and so i i can get their point of view but if you look at the broad like the broader aspect of it like how you're you're doing it it benefits us like even if we don't feel like she should be in it it still benefits the the western industry because a lot of people who had who who could care less about the western industry now they're going out and supporting stetson and buying stetsons and now they're going out and 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 buying these like now they're going to like the the small boutique boutiques and trying to find boots and hats and stuff like that just because she's making it big. And so all of the people who, um, like, so it's, it's a lot of like cowgirls who started boutiques. It's a lot of, um, like cowboys who make this and do that. And, but now it's bringing light over light over to the industry. And I, I personally think that that can turn it into like something big enough for cowboys to, to benefit off of. So I agree. I agree with you, but I also see their, their point of view of, they should use the actual cowgirl or whatever. But I mean, we don't know where she came from. We don't know if she's getting into something or anything. So we can't judge her. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think it's absolutely a big picture thing, especially for me and my mm-hmm. brand. It's always a yeah. always big picture. Like, n- no, I'm not saying she's the next like voice of agriculture <laughs> by any means. Um, but no, I think that's a great way to look at it. And you mentioned it. And the thing that like really, really sold me, I, I literally discovered you because my friend Waylon Lucas, posted your little your reel about your podcast and so I went and I was like reading I was like well what's this about this looks cool what 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 totally hooked me was that you said you know I'm gonna interview cowboys but we're also going I'm going to interview people who don't agree with us people who don't understand us people who have issues quite frankly with us and I think that is Mm -hmm. so crucial and I think we and I say we as in Western community, agriculture, rural America, whatever, we do not do that enough. Antonio, I can't tell you mm-hmm. how many like speak, I do speaking events all over the country and we go and I speak. And one of the things that I always hit on, I'm like, y'all, 
if we are talking about, you know, climate change and conserving the land and all of these things, that's great. But if we're talking about it to each other, that doesn't get anything done. We get mm -hmm. it. We've got to start talking to the people who don't get it, who don't want to get it, the people who like we sort of shy away from, you know? And so that's what I'm really excited about when it comes to Cowboys of Dixie. So tell me a little bit more about the thought process there. Like what types of people are you hoping that you get to sit down with? So, so um, it, it, the thought came to me um, because I started seeing a lot of, uh, like I, I see a lot of people, like I see a lot of rants on Instagram, I should say. <laughs> Um, where like in the Western industry and they're and, and mind you, they're, they're like, they're, they're rants that, that it's nothing wrong with what they're saying. Cause they're, they're correct in it. Um, or at least I agree with what they're saying, but, um, my mom always, always taught us when we was growing up, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. And so if you're just, if you, if this person says like, oh, if, if you have like a individual who's just saying like, oh, cowboys are doing this or farmers are doing this or ranchers are doing this. And then instead of you having a conversation with them, you go on the rant on your on your social media, it kind of sets cowboys back because it makes you look bad and it makes us look like going off on this person instead of um, responding to it in a in a in a different in a different way, it can hurt more than it can help. Um, and so I just felt like it was like a lot of rants and not a lot of conversations going on. It's either a rant or I'm not, or they'll just tell this person, go and look up this, but they won't have an actual conversation. So I, and I get like a lot of DMs or people asking me, asking me questions. I just had another guy actually a week ago, we just had a conversation because he was talking about the ecosystem and what, what ranching is doing to it and stuff like that. And we just have a conversation. And so it's a lot of different concepts that I want to touch on as far as, what's what's going on in the western industry because you have like a lot of people who everything from what you're supposed to look like um what you're supposed to wear all the way up into um the people who think ranching is killing this and they're anti-ranching or anti-cowboy or anti-farmer um or even down to uh just the the people who think rodeoing is bad or 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 any of that so what my goal is, is on Wednesdays, I want to talk to the opposite side. So if a person thinks that rodeo animals get treated bad or whatever, I'll talk to them. And then on that Friday, I'll talk to another person. I'll, I'll release a podcast with another person who's on the other side, who actually takes care of these rodeo animals, take care of these bucking bulls, take care of these, and just going through uh, like what they do and just trying to get both sides so that people can start getting both sides of the story instead of just one side and a rant or one side and 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 so instead of having people argue at each other just gonna have a conversation with both sides in the same weeks and let everyone and just let people whoever's watching whoever's listening come up with their own decisions but at least they get to hear both sides in a clear um in a clear and informed way i interrupt this episode really quick i have to go grab a cup of coffee but not just any coffee oh no here on the Cowgirl Problems Podcast, the fancy lady cowgirl only drinks, wait for it, cowgirl coffee from my great friends over at Cattleman's Coffee. It is so tasty, y'all. Seriously, I always start my morning with a cup, and then I have one mid-morning, and then I have another in the afternoon. 
Dare I say it, it is buckin' delicious. Be sure to use code FANCYLADYCOWGIRL for 20% off your first order at cattlemanscoffee.com. Wrangle in your morning. Mm, that's like journalism 101 right there. I love that. I think that's, <laughs> that's so good. And, and that's one thing that I also see a lot, you know, just the rants and, and but it's so one-sided and I get it. Like we're going to take mm-hmm. the side that we're supporting that we know yeah. <laughs> we have to be willing to listen to the other side. And we just sometimes, mm-hmm. man, we just shut it down. Like we don't want to have a conversation. We don't want to hear what your concerns are because we're right. This is how it is. Here are the facts. Call the USDA. You're an idiot. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to I see comment sections on posts and I just think, oh, sweet Jesus, this is just setting Cowboys back at at every post. Um, I love that. I'm excited. I think that's really cool. Um, And I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm admittedly a terrible podcast listener. Um, I, but I don't know anyone else that's doing that. I haven't heard any other podcasts that's really doing both sides. I think that's really, really neat. I'm really excited. I can't wait to listen. Um, before we go, I have to know, I have so many questions. I have to know about this commercial that you were in. I am a huge fan and I love Katie Buell Brown of Ranch Water so, 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 so much. So, okay. Tell me all the things you have to tell me about Ryan Bingham. You have to tell me about Kate, like, what was this experience like? It was a very interesting uh, experience. (laughs) (laughs) I had never done anything like this. And so it it actually started um, a couple of weeks before they even put out a casting call or whatever. Ranch Order just randomly messaged me um, on Instagram and was like, hey, uh, we're going to send you some free ranch orders. And so I was just like, okay. And then next thing you know, the commercial comes out. (laughs) And and so they, they have me up there and and whenever the person was telling me on the Zoom when we were talking about the details, the, the woman asked me, like, have you ever been, like, on a commercial or, or something like that? And I'm like, well, I've done shoots or wranglers, interviews for Stetson and stuff like that. And so I was like, like, and United Airlines like, have done, like, a piece on me. And I'm like, I'm like, but that's about it. And she's like, oh, well, this is going to be, like, a big, like, something big. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I'm still not expecting what I showed up to. <laughs> And, and so and and also with this they didn't tell anyone like they didn't they didn't tell right. none of us Who that ryan that mm-hmm. ryan was gonna be there and so i didn't find that like no none of us found that out i found out the night before they sent over the the i don't know what it's called but like the paper that shows the like the schedule. Yeah, yeah 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 the call sheet they sent over the call sheet and i saw because at first it was just saying cowboy poet like for for weeks it was just saying on the call sheet, they're just saying Cowboy Poet or RB. And so, like, and then this time they actually put his name. It's funny because I had no, like, I didn't have his, I didn't, I didn't know his actual name. Mm-hmm. And so I, I looked it up, like, because I've been trying to figure out who this Cowboy Poet was for, like, the longest. And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, like, wow. And so, <laughs> and so then, so then we show up and... And I'm completely lost because I show up and it's first, actually first I showed up to their actual ranch. I went to the wrong location that morning. <laughs> oh, no. So I, sh- I showed up to their actual ranch and I'm trying to talk to one of their hands and he didn't speak English um, that well. And so I'm asking him about this, like, I'm like, where are they shooting the commercial? And he's lost because he has no idea about a commercial. And, and so then her grandfather, uh, Katie's grandfather came came up and me and him talked for a little bit and then he told me like yeah it's down the road down there 
And so then when I showed up, it was just trailers, like these like movie trailers everywhere and just a bunch of uh just a bunch of cowboys and and everything. And so I was like uh just a bunch of cowboys and everything. So I was just like, man, like it was a uh, it was it was it was it was surreal, and I had no idea where to go or anything. And it was just in the middle of, of the mountains, uh, out in Alpine. And so then Ryan Ryan walks up, and it's funny because like I I was on a horse when I when I first oh, well when I first saw him we were both on horses and we like rolled up in the middle of the certain pen to introduce ourselves. I love this. <laughs> and, and so we rolled up on the middle of the certain pen and shook hands like we were on the horses and it was very interesting because I had never been in like anything big like that or anything even Ryan was saying like this was like a pretty big like he was saying like compared to the commercials he usually do he was like this is like a movie set he was like this isn't like a commercial set he was like this is like like full-on movie set like I was getting my makeup done and everything I love <laughs> so, this I love and this. so it was, it was very it was very interesting Oh, that is so cool. And like such like totally the fancy lady cowgirl way, like show up to a commercial. looks like, a, you know, you're shooting a major motion picture, but I love mm -hmm. like, I, th I think those like experiences, cause I've had a few of those in my career where you're, you know, like I get cast for something. I'm like, whatever, cool, memorize like, some lines. And I show up and I'm like, holy, this is like way more than, like, I think those are the best though, when you don't know what you're getting into. I love mm -hmm. it though. You're like, who is this poet? I've never heard of this fake, like who, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. And, 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 I, and I was just there and, and it's funny cause I had no idea who uh, Katie was either until, she until she came up to me at the at the very end and was telling me like oh you met my grandfather and i was like and i was so lost when she said that and i was like i met your grandfather <laughs> she like, just walked up to me at the end and she was like oh, she was like hey my grandfather said you met him and i'm like and it's funny because it was so many stories like everybody was trying to figure out who she was like and so all the cowboys like it was so like like everybody like because all the cowboys we would sit together um, or we would just stand together while while we were waiting on like the next set or whatever. And like everybody was like trying like it was like so many different stories of how she got ranch like how she started at ranch order and how she how this. she got it and, and oh so gosh. whenever we're talking, I was it was like I had no idea which story was correct. That's <laughs> so funny. Well, I did a podcast with Katie a long time ago that lays out the full story. She created it, she started it, she's mm -hmm. a badass. Um, that is so <laughs> cool. I love it. I love it, I love it. I I'm so jealous and I'm just going to put it out there. I don't know why I wasn't invited to the commercial. I'm going to send a text. It's like, yo, next time you know, you're hanging out with Antonio and Ryan Bingham, please call me. I don't even need to be in it. I will just like fan your faces. She didn't even offer. I'm very offended. Yeah, it, um, was, it, it was a very nice commercial. Oh my gosh. That is so cool and so exciting. Antonio, I'm, I'm pumped for your podcast. I can't wait to hear it. Thank you so much for just sharing a little bit about your story. I will, in uh, the notes, I will tag you. I will share where to listen to your podcast. When can we expect the first episodes? So the first episode is, um, I'm planning for it to go out this Wednesday. So this Wednesday coming up. Thank you so much for joining me on the Cowgirl Problems podcast and good luck. I'm excited. I'm, um, I always tell people, I invite people on my podcast because it's my coy way of forcing them to become my friend. So you and I are now friends whether you <laughs> wanted to be or not. So there's Sounds that. Sounds good to me. Thank awesome. you for having me. Well, thank you.